Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome to another podcast of Waking Up with Melissa. Today is such a beautiful, special, divine day because we have one of my sisters, Aisha Love. I want to say you are a channel to the divine, to God, the God within us, the God with outside of us, a pritista, a soul guide, a mentor, all of the things. And, you know, it's so interesting. Right before we started, I was Uh, geeking on our own connection and the recognition of what happens when souls meet, you know, in person or online. So welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. We're going to have a full 30 minute sesh, uh, allowing spirit to just guide uh, the conversation. But I first want to start off with allowing you to tell us a little bit about some of the things that you're most known for and how you even ended up on Instagram. Let's start there. How do you end up on social media, girl? <laughs> oh, I love that question. It's like, hey, like, who are you? Where'd you come from? And all oh, bless you so much, sweet sister, for that beautiful introduction. What's going on, family? My name is Aisha Love, and I am most known for, yeah, being a channel for the divine and allowing myself to be a pure conduit for the divine, the divine feminine to speak through me and really just allow for others to receive any and all messages that they need so that they can step into even greater potential, even greater vibrations for them to really just meet their own divine self, to meet their own higher self. I'm really just pure passionate about that all of us really moving in the direction of really meeting our higher selves because it's with our higher selves where we can find our greatest potential and our power and our purpose and so forth and so I have many different names and titles as we all do okay but I'm definitely most known for my channeling and being uh, a conduit as a a goddess priestess really leading and guiding people to these realms within themselves and so yeah I started up on Instagram Instagram about like three years ago when I just like really was take you know that moment when you take social media like okay I'm gonna just like start sharing about myself and like I'm just gonna start it and you're not doing it for anything you're just allowing for yourself to just be seen and I think that's a birthright that we all have that we kind of forget like we just have this ability to share and just be who we want to be and create from that space not seeing the outcome from it or like not thinking about anything from it we just do it. And I started on my social media about three years ago when I was like, yeah, a year into my spiritual awakening. And I was just like, is anybody else going through this? Like, am I crazy? And as we all think, right. And I was just showing up on my stories. I would be talking and I was actually living in Santa Barbara, California at the time. And I was hosting sisterhood groups in that community. And I was just really like finding my path as we all do. And It was like, not until years down the line when I was just like, oh my God, like, 
I can actually keep sharing and inspiring people from this because people reach out to me and be like, oh my goodness, I show what you said helped me so much or oh my goodness, like what you wrote. And I would just be like, wow, like we don't even realize like when we're just showing up from our most authentic selves, it helps people more than we could ever realize. And then later down the line, yeah, I started my business and really just seeing that I could make an impact on people's lives. And I'm just so here to be in divine service to God in any way that I possibly can. And it just grew into what it is today, just my soul-led business. And I'm so grateful. So beautiful. I first, I just love that you said in service to God, because we've been talking a lot about that, Lee, you know, and I've been reminding our own audience that, you know, some of the simple things that is missing is just prayer. You know, it's the self-belief in ourself. It's the ability to come back to our own intuition and to know that we can wing it. We can wing it. We don't need a plan. And I think so we're so obsessed with the plan. Do you see that in so many people and so many humans? We're so obsessed with like, I need to know one, two, three. And it's like, have we not forgotten? I just, I just want to take a moment to honor that within you that brought you to social media just because. And I think that we forget that so many people are like, I want social media to do this. And then you want your spirituality to be performative. And can you just show up and share? Can we do that? Can we do that? No. And I think that's where people forget that just like that authentic expression, because, you know, it's not about what you're here to do or become. It's like we always kind of think that. But the godly way of showing up and being in service is just because you feel called to express your unique soul code and your unique soul expression and what you came here to share with the world. Because when we are are operating from that space, people can connect with you on a deeper level. That's when you shift from, oh, I'm doing this to grow. or I'm doing this for this, that, and the third, where it's like, okay, I'm doing this because I know I have a soul purpose and a connection to just my spirit and how I want to show up in the world. And it's like, you're not supposed to know how to do it. You're just supposed to honor that connection that you have with your own spirit. Yeah. And I'll take it a step further now that we just like really take it got a step into further, it. girl. Yeah. Now that we really got into it, you know, in yoga, because, you know, I teach a lot about yoga philosophy. It's been honestly so helpful uh, to run a business through the yogic philosophy of non attachment. That's one of the yamas and the niyamas that we practice. And it's so beautiful because so many of my students, they come to me and they're like, but I want a business and I want to have, you know, let's say 10 people in the program. And it's like, yes but can you be not attached to the outcome? And they're like, that doesn't make sense. Mm. How, do I, how do I, and this is a real issue, right? For solopreneurs, how do I lead my business in a way without getting caught up in the hype? And it's all of these little spaces that we're talking about. It's the practice of truly doing the thing for the bigger cause. What's the bigger cause? And it's our connection, right? Our connection to yes. God, connection to God. You know what? At this point, like, I teach yoga. Most people don't know this. I teach yoga every Sunday for free. Wow. And I have the privilege to do that through my business because the business is profitable. So I have the ability to be of service in this way. And we need more stories like that. You know, we need more people to show up. I love to talk about business, money, energy, and currency. Mm -hmm. Energy is my jam. I'm like, I know. And you kind of said this in the beginning, you know, this infinite possibility 
this infinite possibility that we all have within. And so yeah. my question to you is like, do you work with the energy of manifesting? How has that impacted your life? What does it feel like to be pulled through our intuition rather than our logical brain? Oh my goodness. Yes. I love this question so much. And I heavily work with the energy of manifestation. I truly believe that we all do, whether if we're consciously knowing it or not. And I feel like purposely for me, you know, once you begin to really work with energy and that's like working with your own energy first. And it's like really understanding who you are again, like on a soul level, on a spirit level, I'm a soul guide. So I'm really a reflection for people. I'm really a guide for people to kind of like look inwards and like, how can you connect to your own spirit in that way? And to be pulled by your intuition is to really know yourself and allow yourself to be guided. And so I just love how, what you just talked about sister about like, this is a huge thing for soulpreneurs and like, you know, not being attached to the outcome. And I feel like this is so important when you start to realize that what we are doing right now on planet earth and like what a lot of people have forgotten and we're remembering in these moments, it's like, so we have these greater purposes. We have these missions that a lot of people might've not been consciously aware of for some time now on the planet. So now because this information is being more aware, we're allowing for ourselves to really understand that we are being guided. We are being directed into fully receiving the fullness of what we came here to do and create and show up in. And so to really move with the energy of manifestation and to be pulled by your intuition is to honor the fact that you are being guided you have a soul purpose, you have a soul mission. And these aren't things to shy away from anymore. And so like, personally, for me, once I started really moving with the energy manifestation, I was just like, look, okay, I am just going to allow myself to be guided about like wherever my soul is taking me. And I'm just going to let that happen. And when I tell you my soul has taken me, yeah, just like all over so many places, I've like moved to like five different places in the last like two years. It's so powerful just to see like, okay, like God's taking me to this place. God wants me to meet this place person. God wants me to create this thing and this community and this, that, and the third, this retreat. And, you know, I think that's where we really allow for ourselves to, yeah, just fully understand the magic of surrendering and allowing for ourselves to be connected to the divine in that way. Mm, Which leads me to the releasing of the control. Human beings, they love this. I used to be that person. I used to be this, you know, crazy TV producer in Times Square, producing shows for 13 wow. years. And my brain used to do that. You know, it was very much like, okay, if I do this one thing, then, then I have to do this next thing. And, you know, same like you, right? When we start to be called awake and when I made my own commitment to stay awake and to remember, Oof. I started to realize that, I can't make decisions based off the brain anymore. It's gotten me so far. But the one thing that became really clear was, is that in order to govern the outside, we have to look inward. Yes. That everything is being governed first within. And so I've been talking a lot about this because, you know, a lot of, I teach yoga. And so my students are always like, yeah, I get that. But like, there's war and there's COVID and there's this and there's, you know, uh, hunger. And it's like, yes, but can we come back 
to the parts of us that are hungry? Can we come back to the parts of us that are in war? Can we come back to the inside? Because the inside is dictating the outside, right? It's so beautiful to be in this dance, in this place of recognizing, yeah, you know what? I didn't fucking travel all the way to earth to just be behind this damn laptop. Like, okay, I got a mission, you know? And I get to create that. Mm. And so we see the polarity in there, right? So we see the polarity and being pulled by something bigger, but also recognizing that we are all divine creators every day. We created this experience right now. You know, every single time you have a thought, you create that. And so how has that, how has co-creating your own life, have you seen a significant change from the person you, you were before you were awake to this divine being that you stepped into this calling? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking that question, sweet sis. Cause I feel like, yeah, I think that's something that we all must really honor and understand that. Yeah. Once you start really co-creating with your higher self and just with the divine purpose and potential that you have within you, it's going to take you completely away from the person that you thought you were and the past that you had in general, you know, and it's like, of course, honoring all stages of who you are in this moment of time with the consciousness and the tools that you have always. So it's like, we honor past versions of ourselves and like stepping into who we are now and what we're continuing to co-create on the journey as well. And personally, for me in my life, I saw so many changes through that co-creation with the divine. It was almost like, you know, you allow yourself to put everything that you ever thought you were, everything that you ever thought you knew on the altar. And you're just like, all right, like I'm allowing for myself to journey into the unknown because that's what what it is that's what a whole quote-unquote a spiritual awakening you're just journeying into the unknown of these different definitions and principles and you know outcomes all these different things it's like can you allow for yourself to be led by what feels right to your spirit and can you keep going in that and can you keep trusting the person that is going to transform in that okay which is you and so it's very important to surrender to the divine co-creation I've seen myself shape shift so much through this whole process and I know all of us have you know I know all of us who are on this journey and really allowing for ourselves to be utilized as conduits of consciousness for our our unique soul missions and journeys and purposes it's so powerful to see the the transfiguration that happens within our minds and our bodies and our spirits and so forth but this is who we always have been this is who we've always been so it's not you're not changing you're just becoming who you always have been and so I think that's what makes it very powerful to really like yeah go on that journey and be like okay this is who I know I've always been if I've always had this understanding from when I was a little kid if somebody taught me this understanding you know most of us grew up in uh, circumstances where we weren't taught about consciousness or divinity or understanding ourselves as these priestesses channels mentors guides teachers leaders as we all are you know 
Yeah. Something that came up was the work of Eckhart Tolle. I, I love him. He's just, yes. he, he is just a beautiful being. And he talks a lot about that. It's like, you know, looking at ourselves because we're all song, right? Like we're all a string of stories. We're all uh, a work of art and looking at ourselves almost like as the empty canvas, like that perfection, you know, who are we, you know, underneath all of those paint strokes? Who are we underneath all of those labels? Who are we underneath all of the mm-hmm. things? that we believe that we are. And then we come back to our totality, right? We come yes. back to that oneness, the ability to recognize, yo, your fucking life changes when you realize like, yo, I'm really a part of God. Like, no, for ah, me, yes. something really changes in you. You're like, no, wait, mm-hmm. I'm being held. I'm being guided. Like my life has purpose. And so what's some advice that you would give some of our listeners who are probably like, oh my God, where do I start? What what do I do first? Which one comes first? And do you work with students like that, that come to you where they're like, I'm unraveling. Things are happening. What do I do? Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, I love this question so much, sweet sister. Yeah. It's so funny, honestly, because students will come to me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I show because we've been on the path for so long. So people be like, yo, I feel like I don't know where to begin or like where to start or like where's the levels of spirituality to this thing. And I always have to sit them down. I'll be like, Hey, like there's no levels to this. Don't let yourself think that there's levels to this. You know, I would always just say, start like having your own relationship to God is where you start. Okay. And like having your own relationship to your soul, to your higher self, because regardless somebody's going to be able to lead you to the depths of what you're here to do. So you have to have that pure relationship and connection to your spirit, your soul, God that is just streaming through you and continuously guiding you and all the time. And that's where you start. You don't have to you know, look and seek so many things outside of yourself, which I feel like a lot of us sometimes feel like we need to do like, okay, I'm on the spiritual path. So I'm going to go get like all these certifications or I'm going to like do all these courses or like, I'm going to like do all these things, which is like, you know, of course go where you're guided always don't not because there are, we're all here to help each other and assist each other. So if you need to go and partake in this practice, if you need to go to this teacher, if you need to go to this retreat, you must do it. Okay. If you're your soul is guiding you to it. You must do it. But it's important to understand that if you want to start somewhere, you start by connecting to your soul. You start by asking your higher self, hey, what am I doing here on earth right now? Hey, what's my purpose? Hey, what's going on? Like, hey, well, you know, what am I here to do and how can I serve and how can I show up? These are the things that are the most important to do. Don't think about anything else besides that because only you are going to be able to receive those answers for your own self. And then once you start answering those questions and answering that connection again, like really uh, creating that sacred reconnection to God, to spirit, to where you're being led, the teachers are going to show up. The guides are going to show up. The support's going to show up. The community's going to show up. Okay, but you have to understand who you are first. So you can't go out and I'm getting chills just talking about this because I'm like, okay, (laughs) 
Yes. Sister, because this is actually really important. I think so many of us, this is where we get lost. I think this is where we get lost when we forget that you just need to understand who you are and where you come from and what you're here to do. And then it's like, that's, that's the magnetic energy that's going to pull you into all the rooms that you need to be in, all the opportunities that you need to receive, all the support, because it's all here for you. You just have to understand your mission. Mm, I don't even know where to start because there is so much juice and everything you just said. And I'll stay here just for another second because this is so important. I mean, this whole conversation is important. It's important to honor the connection between two human beings. But this part where we're giving up our power and mm-hmm. we see this a lot on social media. No shade, Instagram. But we see, this a lot. <laughs> we see this a lot on social media where, listen, yes, we're both mentors. We've just said that we guide students. But when you give up your power to become this slave to certificates, this slave to all of these things, just like you said, I second that. Go where you're being led. Go where the calling is loud. And there's something within you that's saying you need to go there. You need to have this conversation with this person. But when we give up our power in this way to all of the things, listen, sometimes you just don't fucking need another mentor. You just need to believe in yourself, okay? And the belief that comes within yourself comes from you going inward. How do you believe in yourself? You can't fake that shit. You got to get to know yourself. Talk about that. You can't fake that. That's something so important. You can't fake energy. You can't fake confidence. You can't fake true belief within yourself. You can't fake consciousness. And so that's why it's so important that this is, that's where you start. I love how you said that, sister. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to talk a little bit about this isn't our first rodeo. And so we do have past lives. And so, you know, we know how to do this. We've been here before. Like, you know exactly what to do. Check in with yourself. This is a good opportunity to bring in the ego too, to talk about how sometimes even within our own spiritual practice, ego shows up and there doesn't need to be this like eradicating of the ego. You know, we see this a lot, even with people doing the shadow work which you have to, you have to sit in meditation sometimes if that's a practice, connect with yourself, you have to do the shadow work, you have to do this part. It's not like glitz and glamour, but recognizing that the ego is a sneaky motherfucker and it shows up. Even within me and my business, sometimes I'm like, who who, is this energy? Is this an ego (laughs) energy or is this Melissa the human? Like what? Because it comes up. Have you have you noticed that within even your own business and showing oh, up online? Absolutely. And I think this is where we have to give ourselves grace as human beings because you everybody has an ego. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You can't this this ego, it's something that's it's embedded inside of the human race. And so I think it's important to just, that's where we hold ourselves in consciousness and we really understand like, okay, again, always dropping in. Who am I? Okay. What's my purpose? Am I connected to my heart? Am I feeling just fully in gratitude right now? Am I feeling just so connected to God's source? You know, because I feel like that's where the energy of the ego can't reside in. The ego can't reside in love and purity and spirit. Okay. But I also want to make this, uh, yeah, just like connection where like the ego itself isn't bad. It's when the ego starts to separate itself from God that turns it into being this thing that you are not 
And so I think that's where it's so important. And I call that the unhealthy ego, the unhealthy ego that thinks they're it's better than others or it's, uh, you know, putting on this show or these masks. And again, we've been taught as a human race to honor the ego. And that's where that's what we're battling. So it's like having grace with ourselves. And, you know, when we see this energy come up, just understanding that it's not truly us. And, you know, it, it serves its purpose for our personalities and for our own selves, because if we didn't have an ego, we wouldn't be able to have individual expression. But when we allow for ourselves to have a balanced ego, a, a humble ego, a nurturing ego, that's when we can really, you know, get our ego in line and utilize it for the great good of humanity and not going the other way, you know? Oh my God. I love that. I love your own definition and your perspective of uh, the ego work because there's so, there's so much body of work. And I also believe that, you know, I truly believe that if we didn't have an ego, we couldn't physically exist here in the 3d world. Like we actually, yeah, we actually need it because we would just be floating around like light beams. Exactly. it's part of the experience. It's like, we're almost embedded, forgetting, like forgetting who we are. Plus like this eagle that helps us have these experiences here. But there was something that you said that's so important about, you know, really coming into contact with all the different aspects of ourselves and Mm. recognizing that these aspects, these parts of ourselves, some of them got formed in trauma and some of them also run the show. And I love that you said this. And so that's always a technique that I always try to tune into myself. It's like, who's running the show here? Like what is happening? (laughs) What is happening? And also how can I come back like the loving mother? Yes. Shame myself. Grace is my mom's name. So it's so beautiful. Oh, I love that. Have grace with ourselves. Have compassion with ourselves. Be content. You know, stop obsessing of this future. I really don't believe in time. But, you know, let's stop obsessing about this. Like, when I get this in this future moment, everything will be fine. It's like, no, learn to be fine now. Oh, my God. That's the biggest, like, joke of the human experience. Until I get this. And until I get this place, I'll be happy. Happy. I'll be yeah I'll be happy I'll be fulfilled I'll be my best self but it's like yeah you are already so perfect as you are in this moment and until you reconcile with that like yo I'm actually perfect right now in this moment everything that I've done right now up until today thank you God and it's like if we don't get there you're not going to be able to be any kind of satisfied or fulfilled when you get to the so-called thing that you're reaching for you know and again that's the thing about the unhealthy ego and the unhealthy ego never wants you to be satisfied it always wants more it always wants you know what I'm saying and you know simplicity is of the spirit so it's like when you can allow for yourself to feel just so good right now in these moments like wow I'm so proud of myself I woke up here on earth today so proud of myself I'm sending love to my body and to my heart and to my mind and just like I'm so proud of myself like when you can give yourself that kind of love and nurturance just like here in this moment who you are right now and everything that you're doing you're literally doing the best that you can so like for anybody who's listening to this like please know that you're literally doing the best that you can and you're doing a pretty amazing job right now truly okay so it's not about what what, don't focus on the outcome wow I feel like that keeps coming up like this podcast that was like honestly something so strong that 
it just need to be shared. Like, don't focus on the outcome. Everything that you're doing right now is perfect. And giving yourself that love in the present moment is what's going to catalyze you into even more creation and even more understanding of your greatness and all of it just by accepting who you are right now. Oh, I love that we're coming back to two things. One, Santosha, the Sanskrit for contentment, right? Mm-hmm. So, And so when we talk about contentment, we obviously have to talk about gratitude. There's so many other things. And we also have to talk about non-attachment, which, you know, most people that come work with me, that's 99% of the work that we do is wow. how we become this unattached being. And that's not to say, listen, I like nice shit, okay? Oh, like. Of that doesn't mean you have to be poor and broke and not have money. I think so many people, they think about renouncing their life, renouncing their items in which, by the way, if that's what you want to do, like absolutely do it. Like I lived in a tiny home and Mm -hmm. I lived in a commune and it was like legit so lit. My life was so simple. Yeah, that's actually how I started to work with the energy of money. And I started to realize that. Okay, I quit my job. No more six figures. I'm just teaching yoga for $25. Like who the fuck can survive off of that? But I'm so happy. And I feel so rich. And because I felt so rich, I swear to God, like I just attracted it. I attracted the money. I manifested the money. And, you know, this practice of doing the thing without being attached to it. And so for our community, Unleash and Unveil, for our listeners, you know, really the message here to ask yourself is, what can I do every single day that isn't going to feel like work? If you had to do one thing, if you had to do one thing, and for me, it was yoga meditation. I'm like, oh, I can teach yoga meditation literally to anybody. I actually taught in um, at a homeless shelter for runaway teens. Like it's a beautiful practice that does so much for me. And so ask yourself that, what are the things that you can do now to serve in a way that is not feeding our ego in a way that is just because the purity, the connection, Mm -hmm. the place where you feel so filled up, you know, Absolutely. Yes. I'm getting chills as you're talking about that. And I think that's very powerful. And I think that's where, you know, that's like that reconnection to our inner children and like really remembering that's like how children are and how children are present. They just are. They just create because. Us, and they just exist because and it's like we can come back to that level of purity because we we always you know the inner child never uh leaves us no matter how old we become it's always very very present these children inside of us and we can allow for ourselves to tap into that level of consciousness um because the child's consciousness is actually very powerful and the child is a gateway to your higher self and so like these principles that you're talking about sister these are like the gateways of consciousness and you can allow for yourself to fully just surrender to the purity of creation or just whatever fills you up, whatever brings you joy. Again, not thinking about anything of it, just so that it can nourish your spirit and that regardless will attract to you the prosperity and the power and the pleasure and the potential and everything that you're calling in for yourself, just because you're feeling so rich off nurturing the things that you would do regardless. Yeah, I want to tell you something, which I'm sure you already know. You have a lot of love and heart space. Like there's something, have you been told that? Like there's just like 
you have a such like you can tell you know certain people speak from certain energy centers in their in their body you know mm-hmm. their voice their heart their you know their belly their hara their their intuition yes. and you have yeah you're just like reminding me of you know Christ consciousness like yes. what it feels like to just to be a loving being oh like it be chills yeah and because it's so simple right simple so simple it's like what right here in this moment feels the most loving without bashing myself and making things bigger than what it needs to be you know so it's so beautiful to connect with you here in this time in this space and one oh, of the questions- connect with you too, sister. Yeah. Literally reflections. And I'm so happy that, yeah, Christ consciousness is everything. And like just Christ consciousness, just meaning pure love. And when we remember that we are these pure loving beings, everything just falls away. And it's like, we can give ourselves that grace to step into love because that's what we're reconciling with. That's how we even meet all the things that we're talking about right now. It's like through the gateway of love and, you know, coming into that journey everything that we just talked about Melissa about like going inward and like really meeting yourself in that space and like that's where you can ground in back into your heart and ground into love and it's through love you're going to be able to meet God again because that's God's language God speaks through love so I love that we're talking about this because you know obviously we can there's so many things that we can connect on in terms of you know ascended masters different beings that are here to serve I've been uh, really researching. I have a one line in my human design. So like I get like almost obsessed with things. I'm like, I need to know everything about this thing. I, I know yeah. about the one. <laughs> and so I've been really connecting with the energy of the Virgin Mary and Immaculate Conception and all of these practices that now the interpretation feels almost almost like make-believe, like, oh my God, like how can somebody, you know, have a, a child of God, you know, without I know. Uh, having a man and then, you know, recognizing and going back to these teachings and asking, you know what happens when you ask, you know, so I've been asking lately, like, I want to connect with you, you know, I want to connect to the energy of the Virgin Mary to continue to find more of the embodiment within me, that divine energy. There's something within me that, you know, also is asking for this connection. And do you find that for you to be the easiest way to connect? Because I feel like sometimes we can make this a fucking science project and we're like, teacher, tell me what to do next. Give me the one, two, three. And it's like, no, no. If you just close your eyes and you just ask your soul team to come speak to you, if you just ask, you know, let it be the Buddha, let it be Mother Teresa, (laughs) you know, I'm not saying they're going to come to you right away. I'm not saying that they're ever going to come, but I'm just saying when you build that relationship, it can actually be easier. And so just curious to see how you connect in this way. Yes, definitely. I'm so happy we're talking about this because I think this is, yeah, a really powerful question because people wonder how people become channels or like how do people become these bridges of consciousness between the spirit realm and the human realm. And it's because we allow for ourselves to, yeah, meet our consciousness in that space. And so for me personally, the way how I started connecting, and this this is the way that I teach my students and my clients, the people who are inside of my community, is that the way how you start is that 
you actually really meet yourself within your heart. And I know we were talking about this and it sounds so cliche where it's like, okay, I'll have to meet myself in my heart. But what people don't understand about the heart is that the heart center is actually a multidimensional stargate portal. Okay. So what do I mean by that? The heart is actually a portal that allows for you to reach up into the higher realms of consciousness of existence and be able to ground that back into your body. So the heart and the womb center are these two portals within the body where you can actually, you know, go into different universes and like understand things. It's very powerful, but all of your chakras as well are different consciousness portals. But if you want to really connect and like really understand that and how to really merge with the spirit realm, you know, you really just have to come into a space of calming your mind, centering your spirit, Okay, and bringing complete presence to your heart center and allowing for that space to open and open and grow and grow. And through love, through connecting to your heart, you're naturally going to gain higher states of consciousness and you're naturally going to walk back home to the spirit realm because no matter what you're being of matter, but you're a being of spirit, too. And the way how you walk into the spirit realm And at least this is the way of doing it the proper way. Okay. Because, you know, you can also, yeah, you can do it through your third eye, right? Everybody talks about the third eye and you can open your third eye and stuff. And like, you know, but I think it's very important to ground into the heart center and then like be able to connect and do all these things so that, you know, you're grounded and you're not connecting to things that you don't want to. And you're being, because once you start opening that portal, it's very real. Okay. There's a lot of stuff out here, you guys, but it's like where to start is like you come back home to your heart you really ground into presence you calm your entire being and you know make it a habit to connect to your your soul your higher self god your spirit guides okay like make it a habit to really just like sit in this space in presence and from there you know you'll be able to naturally you're gonna grow and you're gonna expand and you're going to meet more consciousnesses and guides and so forth but i really really emphasize on starting first from the heart center so that you don't lose yourself in this, you know, area of of work that we're talking about right now, you know? Oh my God. So juicy. Oh, juicy. I can't believe this is coming through right now. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) Yes. You know, talking about the chakras, you know, it's interesting because when I had my own awakening, I dropped into my heart too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was like one of the, and you know what's so interesting? Your body knows what the fuck to do. Like, I swear, yes. I've never taken uh, this, you know, there's a lot of, I even have students who do inner child healing, this and that, you know, and I have look at their work and we go over their program. And I'm like, oh my God, I've, I've been doing this for years now. It's so crazy. But like, I never had a frame of reference because I was being guided by the heart. You know, the mm. heart, not only is it a portal, to connect, right? But like to connect to all divine beings. And so when you connect to God, you realize who you are, you're connecting to the yes. in, inward. And then when for me, when I started to connect to my own yoni, I started to manifest like a motherfucker. I was like, oh, yes. shit. like the yoni is a beautiful portal to man, like to literally physically manifest things here. Absolutely. And when I started to work with the inner children or what I call them, because I see a lot of energy. So I started to just call this energy different aspects of the self mm-hmm. 
um, they were in the belly. And so recognize that when you, when you sit and when you're called to sit and you have these relationships, it's interesting how they all kind of reside in the different places in the body. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how you just brought that through sister. And that's why it's like, yeah, your body knows what to do. Your body is conscious. Your body is a super computer technology that you can actually communicate with and talk to you. And actually the body is a bridge for your higher self to communicate with you. Okay. So it's like the more that you tune into your body and you understand your body and you really just know how to ground into absolute presence with your body. Cause that's what it is. You want to learn how to connect and channel and do all these things. You got to ground into presence. And that's like, you know, we live in a world that's so stimulating. We live in a world that's so tuned into disassociating from our bodies, from our souls, from our connection to God. There's a lot of this happening. And it's like, and if it's also happening within you, um, dear brother or sister who's listening to this podcast, like, you know, please know that you are so safe to remind yourself, like, it's safe to come back to my body. It's safe to ground back into my spirit. It's safe to come back home to my being, you know, and that's like from that space of complete presence and awareness awareness of like who you are, that's all you need. That's the veil. It's awareness. It's reconnection instead of disassociation. Mm, I'll call Eckhart Tolle again. I love his yes. words. And he says that he talks a lot about, you know, the awareness and how when somebody is aware, that's all you need because it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, the person that has awareness is blessed because they have awareness. The person who yes. doesn't have awareness, they don't fucking clue that they're doing anything, you know, and I don't want to say wrong because I don't believe in right or wrong either, but they don't mm-hmm. believe that they're doing anything disfavorable, right? Yeah. They, they are so consumed in the story. They are the story. They, they are the are narrative. The yes. Wow. We're so consumed. And so when we have awareness, even that's such a blessing. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm never going to get there. No, you're, you are because you're here and you're listening and there's something that brought you here. And, you know, we'll start to wrap up with this work that truly was one of the reasons that I was called to this work was to reparent our trauma. And I'm not, you know, I'm not over here trying to, you know, help everybody in their trauma. This is not the work that I've specifically been called to do. The work is energy work in, you know, the cosmic currency consciousness and how we can use this here in the physical realm to just feel rich inside, feel abundant, you know, both within and without. But it was reparenting a lot of these stories for myself. You know, my parents were broken poor. They were immigrants to this country. There were so many things. And I think that's the story of so many people. You know, even yeah. if you have the best upbringing, I was having this conversation with my partner and she was just like, well, you know, this person has it better. No, to, to like, no, don't ever think that somebody has it better because everybody has their own shit to figure out. Everybody has their own shit to angle. And so I love that you gave everyone that permission slip to say, it's okay to reparent yourself now. You're an adult. Yes. It's, it's, it's okay to look and see what's underneath the hood. You know, Absolutely. I was in a place where I, I, I didn't even want to look. And so mm-hmm. it takes that ability to be so present with yourself that you're like, I'm holding myself. I'm ready. Yes. The look. Oh my goodness. I'm getting just full like body chills. Absolutely. Yeah. The presence is power and presence is purpose. And that's where 
you know, it's the easier thing is to run away. Like that's the easier thing to run away, to not look and be like, oh my God, okay. I'm just going to like do this, like self escapism, like thing. I'm just going to like run away. I'm going to turn to like this addiction or this thing and so forth. And it's like, these are the things that we're battling as a human race. And so it's like, when we come back into understanding that like presence is actually the fullness of our power, like presence is where we give ourselves permission to feel that power and to don't be scared of our emotions. Don't be scared of your feelings. Don't be scared of your emotions. Don't be scared of, you know, the pain that you've been through, the trauma that you've been through. Don't be scared of it. You hold yourself, hold your inner child. You know, God is right with you and just allowing for yourself to surrender to those depths of presence. And, you know, that's where you really make it into the other side of true healing and true happiness and true joy. And like, these are truly like the codes, you guys, these are truly the messages that allow for us to fully be liberated once again. Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm so excited. I'm like, uh, I'm like a child when I, when- oh, me too. Yeah, when it's like a full body yes for me, even my coaches are always like, you get so excited about the things you do. And I'm like, yes, bitch, I do because I fucking fully commit. I'm like, I do not do anything that isn't a hundred percent like full body yes, fuck yes. yes. Oh my God. So, so important. excitement is there. And so let's leave our listeners with our favorite ways to tune into that energy of presence, right? Because I'm sure everybody's like, oh my God, okay, I'm going to be more aware. I'm going to be more present. And so I have a couple of things that feel good for me and that work for me, but I would love to hear from you. And then, you know, I'll add a couple of. Yes. Beautiful. I love that. Yes. So I would just leave you guys with, you know, a few ways to drop into presence is, you know, first things first, really allowing for yourself at the beginning of your day to really just connect to your breath. Okay. The breath brings you back home to presence always. So the more that you can just connect to your breath and connect to your being, it's so important. And that from that space, you'll really come into deeper awareness. You're come into deeper stillness and you'll really notice that throughout your day, you'll really be able to navigate more swiftly through presence because you connected with your breath. And then the second thing that I would love to leave you guys with is that personally for me, I connect to presence by literally just dropping into like, okay, how do I feel in this moment? Like do constant drop-ins with yourself, like literally every 30 minutes, every hour, like, Hey, how am I feeling? What's going on right now? Like, what, what do I'm feeling in my body? Does this feel good? Like, what do I need in this moment to feel super amazing, super incredible. So doing like constant drop-ins with your spirit, with yourself, because that's like where you bring awareness, like, okay, like how am I feeling? Where am I right now? What feels good? You know, these constant drop-ins and really coming back to the breath and coming back to the heart is all you need. It's these simple things, these simple practices where it's like, we just need to like calm the mind and all the things that the mind tells us we got to do. And that's all these things. And you can just really come into that level of awareness. Uh, that's really going to benefit you in 
so many ways. It's incredible. So that's what I got. What about you, Melissa? Oh my God. Well, first of all, we're going to talk about the breath because I wrote mine's down and I'm like, oh my God, she's already speaking on it, which yes. is perfect because we're just going to add on because we're all saying the same thing, but different, right? Same, same, but different. We're all saying the same thing, but it hits different. And so the breath, the chi, what they call the chi in Chinese medicine, the prana that we call in yoga. And so reminding ourselves that the breath, regulating the breath controls the mind. Mm. And so I just wanted to drop that in because, you know, one can say, yeah, okay, fine, breath. No, 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 no. The breath is so important in the body. It's part of the air element. And so Absolutely. these elements are ancient. They also have their own spirit. You, you know, and this is why when we're born, we take our first breath. Mm. Breath is is so beautiful and so the second thing I wanted to add was the yoga which the yoga is also part of the breath especially if you do a ashtanga practice a vinyasa flow moving the body I actually didn't realize how uncomfortable I was moving my body and I always thought I was like I'm like, oh, I'm Latina. I know how to move my hips. Like, I know how to like shake my, you know, my body. I know how to be a lover. But I actually was so wrong. It wasn't until I actually started to get in cat and cow and get into a yoga practice that I was judging myself. And I'm like, oh, why am I sticking my butt up like this? Well, what does this mean? How am I arching my back? And the stories came up. And so taking control of your body, even if it's just shaking, even if it's just moving now, you know, kind of like the drop in that you were saying I love that you know for me it's like moving my body it's touching my body it's reminding myself that I'm here I'm still here (laughs) I'm I'm still here and the last thing you know I'm a big avid fan of meditation I've now been meditating for close to four years four and a half years and we hear the story all of the time meditation changed my life but no like meditation really changed my thought of being my perception of reality, you know, when you drop into being quiet, when you drop into the void, whether it's closing your eyes or walking through nature, nature is a beautiful place to connect to presence. Everything in nature is motherfucking present. The trees are not worried about Instagram. The birds are not worried about paying bills. (laughs) And so, yeah, that would be, and you know, notice tribe that everything we're saying is free. (laughs) wow everything we're saying is free it's all around us we all have the opportunities it's the simple reminder and it starts with us it starts with taking radical responsibility for who we are who we be in the now and who we always have been which is what this podcast was about right about love about the god within about the divinity within and so Thank you, my love. Please let us know how our listeners can find you, drop your handles, any products that you have coming up, how they can work with you, your one-on-one, all of the things. Drop all, rain down on them, all your (laughs) offers, girl, and how how they can find you. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Melissa, for having me on here. It's been such a blessing to connect with you. And I just love this so much because I just like pray that all of the listeners that are tapping into this podcast episode just know how loved and appreciated they are for dropping in with us so thank you so much family and you can connect with me through social media 
And so my Instagram is at I am I show love, A-I-S-H-O-L-O-V-E. And then you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is just I show love. And then you can also connect with me, like just drop into my social medias. I'm always hosting certain offerings or containers for souls, for beings to really reconnect with their divine potential and their power and their purpose and step into that either divine feminine power or the divine masculine masculine power, whichever the sisters or the brothers are connecting with. And I actually am launching my first ever virtual community this week as well. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're like kind of in the time space continuum of this community that's happening. So you can also connect with me and join my community loves. This is going to be a space for those who are seeking further soul liberation, empowerment, and elevation through weekly masterclasses and meditations and healing, safe space, talks with me, okay? It's just like a pure sanctuary for angel souls, angel spirits, so definitely drop in, and I would love to have you inside, but nevertheless, always connect. We're always here and sending you so much love and so many blessings. Thank you so much, Melissa. You're so welcome. I will see you soon. Namaste, listeners, and I will catch you on the next episode. Breathe.